0: charisma quotient, I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. How many times do you focus on the wrong things? I remember going back to my unhealthy days post-divorce. I know I talk about this often, but people, this is where I draw my experience from to help you all these were the dark days, right, where I put myself on what I called the divorce diet. Have you heard of it? Yeah, it's where you are so stressed out, you don't eat, and honestly, I lost a ton of weight, but it was not the healthy kind of loss. And then I remember just spending hours exercising, trying to just numb the pain, or let's not forget the lack of sleep I had due to ruminating thoughts I had at night, and then I poured all my energy onto others, taking care of my kids, who were actually at a really demanding age at that time, dating as a fixer, which I just talked about on another podcast where I made the men feel great, but it left me depleted. So then, of course, I attracted lopsided relationships and focused on everything else, the food, the exercise, the men, the kids, but I didn't focus on myself. And it wasn't until I had my red dress moment that you all should know by now what that is. And if you don't, go back to my first episode because really it is the crust of where really my business was born. And it was about my story when for the first time I saw myself as beautiful in the mirror where I started focusing on me for the first time in a really long time. It took that dress to kind of shake me up. And that is why I'm here today to do what I do and help people look and feel their best so they attract what they want. I have to share this recent makeover that I did with a client. And when she first came to me, she said, Kim, I just want you to help me find love. I said, That's great. And I'm talking to her for a little bit, and I said, And I'm realizing there's a lot of work to be done here. I said, I'll help you do that, but there is work we need to do first so here's the thing. She wasn't taking care of herself. She was eating when she was sad. She was taking sleeping pills in order to sleep, wasn't in a healthy exercise routine, had no social life and hated what she saw in the mirror. She dressed like she was literally 20 years older. I kid you not. Like, and I actually have before and after pictures on my website. So you can take a look at that. And she did not see herself. And this was the biggest problem of it all. She did not see herself as sexy and she spent most of her free time caring for her mother because she had lost her father a year prior and she felt like it was her duty and she was focused on everything else everybody else and using her appearance and lack of health care as a love shield and what i mean by that is this was the reason why you know she wasn't finding love because she was stuck In the excuse of her appearance and the lack of health care and she ended up doing a day intensive with me so of course what did we do we go shopping first as you know i like to do and after we got her into these amazing clothes i made her look in the mirror And for the first time, voila, she felt sexy, her confidence grew, and she started loving what she was seeing in the mirror. And so then, of course, we went flirting at this bar, and I'll never forget, this was one of those magical nights, and it often happens when I go out and coach people, but... This was that one time that it was like when the, messen- you know, when the messenger is there, he shows up and this guy came up to us, he started talking and he was probably like 10 years younger than she was and he ended up asking her out and told her, and I did not tell him to say this, he told her how sexy she was. So she took that new confidence into the world and she started dating up a storm. And more importantly, she loved who she saw in the mirror. And then I received a really beautiful note that I want to read you later on. And she said, Kim, a big lesson about what's possible when I show up rather than hide. I feel like something big has shifted in me. I'm letting go of my fears and I'm going to be okay with this dating thing. As the dating, as the saying goes, when the student is ready, the teacher shows up. It's hysterical, the response I'm getting from both women and men. People at work keep telling me how much they like my new look. I think it's the whole package of my newfound confidence. Seriously, I can't thank you enough. You are the master, thank you so much. The truth is, folks, when you focus on yourself, and you fill yourself up with love, that is when you become attractive. At the end of the day, and I say this all the time, it's one of my mantras, people love people who love themselves. And that is why I brought this amazing woman on the podcast today. She is the master of self-love and she so speaks my language. I can't wait to just dive in. She's the internationally recognized yoga teacher, personal trainer, holistic health and wellness coach. She's an author, she's a motivational speaker, professional fitness model, she's drop dead gorgeous by the way. You can see her all over the place in social media and she's revolutionizing the holistic living landscape and Again, she's all over. She's on NBC. She's been on CBS, the Steve Harvey show. She even was a main character on the reality show, Yoga Girls, which I definitely have to check out, written for many, many magazines. And she's the creator of Get Loved Up, a platform that encourages people to love yourself, love others, and love the planet. Welcome, Koya Webb. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I can't wait to talk. <laughs>
1: yes, that's fabulous. So good.
0: Good. No, I, and you know, just this notion of self-love. I mean, it's just, I feel so timely as we, you know, step into the new year, but I, I have a big question for you because here, I mean, if anyone who sees you and we heard your bio, I mean, you're this like fabulous woman who just exudes confidence and love Have like, did you always love yourself? Were you just born to love yourself?
1: Oh, uh, that's a great question. And, <laughs> you know, to be honest, I think we're all born to love ourselves. And I think we're all born with love and we are love. And I think after birth, there's like so much that happens mm-hmm. that we actually start to separate from ourselves and we start to compare ourselves to others, we start to develop judgments and things like that, and we actually move away from love, Mm. and so I, when I first began my journey, did not love myself, and I didn't even know it, I thought I loved myself, and I was like, of course I love myself, of course, you know, yeah, yeah, I wasn't treating myself in a very kind way, And so, and that's what I tell people. It's not just about the word, okay, do you love yourself? It's do you treat yourself like you love yourself?
0: Mm. Mm, I love that. I love that distinction, by the way, too, because that's such a big thing, right? Like you hear this all the time. Oh, just love yourself and your life will be great. But I think that's hard to conceptualize. So like, what do you mean by that? Like, how do you, how you treat yourself? So
1: I thought I loved myself.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was in college and
1: here I am pulling all nighters, trying to get the grades. And I, I did end up gradu- graduating with a 3-8, but I was also training six to eight hours a day. And I wow. was getting very little sleep. I wasn't giving myself body enough time to recover. And I was just like, I need the grades. I need that I need every part of myself, but I wasn't taking care of myself.
0: Mm. And so
1: even though I would say, of course, I love myself, but I wasn't getting enough sleep. I wasn't giving my body time to recover based on the level of exercise that I was doing. So therefore, I wasn't treating myself. And what happened was I got a stress fracture. Mm. And so that's what happens a lot of times when we don't love ourselves. It'll show up. The universe will kind of shake us up and wake us up and say, hey, you're not loving yourself. And it'll be a big, either complete stop or maybe just like a small, like nudge in the right direction of love, Mm
0: -hmm. but we
1: have to listen to those things. And the more that, you know, when I, when I'm tired or not feeling good, or, you know, maybe even have an injury, I realize, okay, how am I not listening to myself or how am I not loving myself?
0: That is so great. And I can think of so many examples how that shows up. I mean, both of my clients and myself, it's funny because I was in exercise class the other day, kind of relates to what you were talking about. And I was I was in pain, but only because like... The instructor was working my ass off, you know, like I couldn't, I could not wait to get past the pain. I couldn't wait to get finished. I I kept looking at the clock. I'm like, oh my God, when is this going to end? And then it finally ended and the instructor said something really profound, I think unknowingly. And she said, I know this hurts, but think of how lucky you are that you are feeling this pain. And I stopped. I'm like, that is, wow. Right? Mm -hmm. Wow. It was a wow. And like, that is so true. Like how many times do we try to, you know, either be in the victim mode or push past the pain because, you know, we're not loving ourselves, but what if we embrace the pain as that love? Like, she's right. Like I was so lucky, so lucky to be in that Mm -hmm. class and to love my body that it was doing what it was doing. So it is a perspective thing. So I, I just had to interject there because it made me think of that.
1: Thank you. And no, I, rep- I appreciate that. And a lot of times I'm a firm believer that our challenges are meant to make us stronger. Yeah. Things don't happen um, just to us. They actually happen for us. And it's really about our perspective and our perception about what's happening that really shapes our reality. So for True. instance, like, let's say, okay, well, I wake up in the morning and I get a phone call. It's, it's devastating news. Um, and I have a bad rest of my day. Or I get a call. It's devastating news. I acknowledge, wow, that's devastating. That's hurtful. But you know what? I'm grateful that I have another day to live and I'm going to live this day in gratitude. And I go, and I have an amazing day. You see?
0: I so love The same
1: it. reality, but different choices. And all yeah. too often, we are in the age of glorifying pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And we already have enough pain and suffering. <laughs> definitely don't need to glorify it.
0: Hell no. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But we are
1: in it. And I'm just like, why are people glorifying and looking forward to having something to complain about? I mean, it's always something to complain about. But I think, um, you know, in people's effort to be relatable, and um, I feel like we're putting ourselves through undue trauma on an emotional level, um, unaware. And it's keeping us in a state of, of fear in a state of pain. And it's actually not good for us.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what comes to my mind and, and I, I just, I, this is conversation so juicy. The The thing that's ironic, and this is just me as a therapist talking of what you're saying is that how we're glorifying that pain, you know, like, and and to me, that's just like victim mode, right? Like when Mm -hmm. a lot of times people fall into that victim mode, it's actually a way for people to gain love and attention, but it's not in the sense that's necessarily healthy. And that's what I think we're talking about. You know, it's like, how do we fill ourselves up with love without depending on, you know, putting ourselves in victim mode? So we get the love, we get the attention, we, you know, we gain that confidence as being the victim, so to speak. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, once you actually love yourself and treat yourself as you love yourself and go throughout your day, you know, checking in and doing things that are in alignment with your own upliftment, you feel loved and you feel connected, right? But when you neglect yourself, maybe not even on purpose, then you start to feel disconnected. And really the goal of this feeling disconnected and in a funk is really not for us to be in it, but for us to realize places that we need to shift to be in alignment with love.
0: I love that. If there are like specific tips around that, that you could give like more like tangible tips. Cause again, I think some, I can hear people like trying to make sense of that, you know, I mean, you and I've had our journey with it, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's like certain, almost like a system that you teach people or just things that they can do. Absolutely. So my
1: whole, you know, part of get loved up is love yourself, love others, love the planet. And it starts with self-love and self-care. And that's on a daily basis, putting into practice things that will help you feel and look your best. And so that looks like when you wake up in the morning, writing in your gratitude journal, things that you're grateful for. Because there's so much. We wake up, oh, traffic sucks. And I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I don't have any energy. So I'm going to start the day with a cup of caffeine or whatever and you know I really don't like my job so I'm just going to suffer through it and try to look at the bright side and then you know I come home I want to work out but I'm too tired so you know Mm. what I'm just gonna have whatever meal that I want and then I'm gonna go to sleep thank God I can maybe get (laughs) six eight hours of sleep you know and then you go to sleep and you wake up and you do it all over again and the thing is over time that wears on your soul because, you know, you, you know, we're here to enjoy and to shine just like nature. And I think we get caught up in trying, um, we get so caught up in trying to do that. We forget to be just, Ugh, to be. Mm-hmm. just like the sun and the moon and the trees, they're just being and, and their being is beautiful, but we're so busy trying to do, to do this, to to do that and to be successful and to be the best person to be the best mother and the best relate partner and the best everything that we just forget to just be great and be loved and realize that just being love and being yourself is enough.
0: This is so perfect too, because a lot of people listening are single, right? And mm-hmm. you know, and how this relates to dating and helping people is it's so Perfect. Because that's what I tell people too, like that self-love and self-care that you talked about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like that gratitude journal. And if you are looking in the mirror and focusing on what you hate rather than what you love, put on a red dress, see if it makes a difference, right? Walk out into the world with a pair of heels rather than Birkenstocks. Put on some red lipstick, you know, rather than hiding in your hoodie. You know, there's so many like, like, practical, tangible things that can almost kick you into that gear. And then the fact, yeah, and I love that the whole sense of just, you know, being rather than doing, because I see so many of my clients, this is how they're virtually dating too, right? They're just, they're numbing out and just swiping rather than connecting. Correct. How many times do we do that?
1: (laughs) So true. And what I teach people is the first person you need to connect with is yourself. Without Bingo. the red lipstick, without the heels, that's all fun and nice, you know, going out. But you want to look in the mirror in your birthday suit.
0: And yes. I was
1: reading this poem the other day. And <clears throat> this woman's having a conversation with her body. And she was asking her body, like, you know, what do I need to do? Do I need to lose weight? Do I need to gain weight? Do I need to, mm. to do this? and do, do that? And the body's answer, can, can you just love me for... Mm for just what I am. And, you know, we need to learn to just love ourselves as we are. And because we expect other people to love us, but it's like, how can other people love us for who we really are when we don't love ourselves? Totally. We're not even giving them an opportunity to love our true authentic self because we're so, again, busy trying To do this and do that to be loved Mm
0: -hmm. instead
1: of just being love and just loving ourselves, loving ourselves in the state we're in. And the most beautiful thing, the most beautiful thing any woman can wear is confidence. Yes. And you see it all around, no matter how big, no matter how small, no matter what the color of your skin, the more you see a confident
0: woman, you're like, ooh. She's beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah. And all the guys, totally. That's what guys tell me because I coach men too. And that's the Mm -hmm. number one thing they all say. They said they love a woman who loves themselves. They love a woman Mm. who's confident. They love a woman who loves her body. Like it's all of that stuff. And, like you're saying, so many women, what I, I see happen is that they're, they're focused on the man rather than themselves. And when they yeah. focus on themselves, that's when the men chime in. That's when they come in. <laughs> it's exactly. like, oh, hello, men.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. you can feel the need for love and, and, right. and it, can, it can make you feel needy you know, and
0: yes. people want
1: to love someone who's already loving on themselves, not someone who's so thirsty for love because it, it it's draining actually. Cause it's like, you're, you're hoping for a compliment. And, Am I okay? And do you like this dress and doesn't, you know, and instead of like, let's just enjoy ourselves and have a good time. And you know, it's different when you need, um, you need to be told and it's always great. I mean, everyone loves a good compliment, but when you already show up with the confidence that you are loved and you are beautiful, it's a lot easier for other people to just show up and love you because you're not looking for, you know, the validation outside of yourself.
0: That's right. And
1: it makes relationships a lot more easier. And, and even with same like friendships, it makes mm-hmm. friendships a lot easier when, you know, You love yourself, you're not like needing to hear it all the time from your family, from your friends, from your loved one. It can get exhausting um, to show up and feel like, okay, that person doesn't love me or appreciate me or see me because I didn't get ABCD compliment or they didn't treat me in this and that way. And what I realized in my own own journey Mm -hmm. is that the more that I love and take care of myself, the less that I'm looking and seeking that. So you release this idea of expectation from your partner, from your family, for the loved ones in your life, and you can let them show up as they are.
0: It's so, it's so true and really important. You know, I've actually put clients on social media fast because of what you're saying, because they have been so busy comparing themselves to other and like, right, posting themselves, trying to like get the likes and the love that they're searching for and hoping for. And it's like, at what point, and I tell people like, at what point do you get selfish and just actually (laughs) like, you know, and women are like, what are you talking about? Like, that's probably the worst thing you could tell a woman, right? Just get selfish. (laughs) But I mean it. Like, why is that hard? Like, you know, if you tell a man to get selfish, they can hear that. And we've been socialized as such. And I actually, I just did another podcast on this. We've been socialized as such that we are supposed to care more for others than ourselves. But really when you flip the switch and you care more for yourself, you're able to care for others better.
1: Oh yes. And Lisa Nichols, one of <laughs> Oh, I love like her. Such a great, and what she says, and I love it. She's like, you know what? feel your cup honey
0: feel your yes. cup
1: and you give from the overflow you yeah. know because <laughs> unless right. you feel your cup you're trying to reach out and help get people to help you feel it but once you feel your cup you feel love you're full of love and people can feel that you can give from the overflow but if you're trying to give and give and give your cup is going to be empty and what happens when you try to give from an empty cup is you start to get resentful because you're exhausted yeah, you're tired, you're frustrated because you don't have enough resources to get from, and that's what we do as women. We, I mean, we have good intentions with it, but we're so busy trying to love on each other and we're loving on other people from an empty cup. So we come exhausted, I'm like, Well, why did you love me back? and why did you do this for me? I did this well. You know, people are living their own lives and they're doing the best that they can. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't wake up, you know, with the right. thinking that they had to fill your cup up. You know, oh, and so the more that we me. step into relationships with this full cup of writing in our gratitude journal, waking mm-hmm. up, having our, the nutrients that we need. You know, if we need a massage, if we need a bubble bath, looking in the mirror, telling ourselves we are beautiful, we're enough, we don't have to seek those things outside. So when they come, we're like, thank you. But it's not, we're not looking for, we're not fishing for that compliment because we've already given it to ourselves when we wake up, right? And so it's about us taking care of ourselves, loving ourselves mentally, spiritually, and physically. And mentally, it looks like giving ourselves those affirmations. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am wise. I am abundant. I am worthy. I am enough. And then spiritually checking in with our soul. Like I like to check in with my soul through meditation. So, just sitting and being quiet and going within and asking myself, what is it that I want to feel? What is it that I want to experience? And the beautiful thing about that is you get your own personal direction from source or God or universe or whatever you believe in that is love. You get that direction instead of going to, as you said, social media, or well, what am I supposed right. to do? What am I supposed to act like? What am I supposed to be like to be loved? No, you go within. Mm. And when you go within, you're guided because we all have our own specific soul's purpose for being here, oh. and no one knows it but ourselves. And but we grow up, and sometimes we're even taught, like, okay, what? I'm a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, a teacher. You know, these common things. I got to do these things because these things mean I'm going to be successful, and if, if I'm successful, then I'm going to be loved. If I get married, I'm going to be loved. If I have oh kids, my I'm going to be loved. If I do all the yes, things, then I'm going to be loved. And it's really this, this frantic search for love.
0: It is, but you know, and 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 this is what I was going to ask you because, and again, you know, when I work with their, or when I work with clients, I kind of put my therapist hat on, usually in the first time, just to get a their backstory, right? Because we all we all come from different journeys and how we grew up and messages we got. And, you know, so what would you say to people who grew up in homes where all they were was criticized and the only way that they could get like a parent's attention was to be successful in school? You know what I'm saying? Like we have these gremlins inside of us. That's our default button. So how do we get past that? Like, I don't know if that happened to you or if you were able to get past some of those gremlins that you had.
1: Oh yeah. I, I definitely had that growing up in it. I think the first thing to remember is that sometimes we're like, oh, yeah, my parents do this and that. And then we have right. like a negative, you know, connection, you know, or family experience. But I like to, um, especially leaving, I, I just, you know, left my home. And, and one message that I gave um, my community is just love your family no matter what. Because mm-hmm. they are doing the best that they can with the tools that they have. But it uh, is your own responsibility, yeah. your own personal responsibility to love yourself in the way that you need to be loved. And, you know, family, they do the best they can. But my dad is pretty hard. He's pretty strict. And you need to do this. And you need to do that very, mm-hmm. very controlling, mm-hmm. very, very dominant. But, but that also grew me in a specific way. And so it's like you right. can't just take parts of, you mean, you want to take, you know, I tell people take the good and throw away the rest but sometimes it's actually those things that are challenging that help us grow and the reason that i am so determined and strong and vigilant is because of some of that that strong upbringing but at the same time i have to go back and heal the places of myself that didn't love myself as i was and that felt like i wasn't enough unless i had my father's approval and i wasn't enough unless i did things As he said, and that took a lot of work that took a lot of going within and realize I can't just be a yes girl. I have to make sure that yes is in alignment with my soul before I say it.
0: Well, and I love that because I think what you're saying is a little bit like how we began and that is it's perspective. You know, Mm -hmm. you can be in the victim mode and say, poor me that I grew up in this way and that way. And my dad did this and that, or you can say, well, what were the gifts? You know, what were, how, how did I strengthen a muscle there? And you know, there's resilience there too. Mm -hmm. And with that, not blaming But taking kind of more responsibility for yourself, which in turn I think empowers you. So I I think that's just brilliant perspective in the way that you can look at that because I think a lot of us struggle with that. You know, it's our, again, default button. So
1: absolutely. I think every challenge is an opportunity to grow. Yeah. Every challenge is an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to look within ourselves and say, how, how can I strengthen? And once we become, you know, not just the victim, but the creator, you mm. realize that I can turn these lemons into lemonade. I just need to add a little sugar and water and, you know, and then you can you can flip it around, but if you think "What was me, I was dealt this bad hand of cards, uh, you know, and, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do and You're looking for, you know, someone to, you know, understand your pain and that's one way, that's one way to live and that's one reality. And some people live in that state all the time, just seeking that outside validation. But once you realize, you know what, this happened to me and it sucked, but you know what? I decided to take this situation and let it make me a stronger person. And with my, with my childhood, I took it and I said, you know what, I'm not going to have a nine to five. I'm not going to mm-hmm. live the life that my, my, my parents want me to live. I'm going to play life on my own terms. I'm going to move to California. I'm going to chase my dreams. I'm going to fall down 20 times and get up 21 and I'm going to figure <laughs> it out. You know? Yeah. Oh. now I have a life and career that is very unconventional, but I love it. And it's life on my terms. And now, because I love it, they love me for it. But until I was able to say, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to figure it out. They were scared for me. They were terrified. They're like, oh God, you know, when is Koi going to stop trying to chase the dream. And the thing is, they have good intentions. They just want me to be happy.
0: And so our parents,
1: our friends, and our loved ones, they have the best intentions when they tell us, just get a nine to five. Or when they tell us, just marry this person and date this person, even though they're kind of like not good for you. You don't want to be single. So, you know, just do it, you know, and they have all the best intentions, all the best intentions because they want to see us happy and they want to see us. It is up to us. We each personally have to take the personal responsibility for our own happiness. And you do that by going within, slowing down. I personally, you know, go into meditation and meditation could be sitting it could be walking, it could be jogging, it could be swimming, it could be dancing. Whatever a person feels like they can do to really connect with themselves to where they feel like, oh, this is my happy place. Yeah. You know, and, and you can take yourself to the happy place without even going with just closing your eyes. My happy place is the beach. So when I meditate and I sit you know, in stillness, I take myself to the beach and I look at the waves and I look at the water And I find this place of acceptance and peace and beauty with just being. And when you're able to take yourself there, no matter what, then when you're in traffic and when you have that bad day at work, and when you have that argument with a loved one, you can go back there. And you can say, you know what? I don't have to let this ruin my day. I don't have to let this ruin my relationship. And you're able to deal with challenges um, a lot better because we're all going to have challenges. Challenges don't stop. You just, you just get better at dealing with them and looking at it. Like
0: so true. It's not meant
1: to, you know, hurt me.
0: Yeah. I just, I have Mm -hmm. one, one question for you because there's so many things. I hope everyone is taking notes. (laughs) Can we just take your voice with us when we go meditate? (laughs) I swear to God, like when you were describing the, the beach, I'm like, Oh my God. And her voice, it's just so nice. (laughs) Like, Uh, I just, just, you have a beautiful voice. No, it's so true. And I think the, the, the thing that you said, that's so brilliant and it should be your tagline almost. I want to say, don't be the victim, but be the creator. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. that's everything kind of wrapped up in a nice, you know, bow. (laughs) And the thing too, it was interesting as you were talking about, you know, the way that our parents or even it could be just other people in our lives, you know, the bad messages we got, but what if we flipped it into what we're talking about today? What if we flipped it into that was their best way of showing love that that's all they knew, but that was their version of love, how we interpret it was different. But if we can, if we can interpret love how we need to, how we want to, and not be in that victim and be the creator, I, I think we're good. I think we'll go to that beach and and have a, have a place. <laughs> exactly <laughs>
1: as as <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. We could go to the beach, the woods, the park, yeah, um, whatever it is that makes you feel you know connected and whatever it is that makes you feel good and. 100% great. Once you learn to take yourself there, mm. I'm telling you, you're gold. That's one of my favorite tools and tips to give people um, for meditation. Just go to your happy place. Go to go to the woods, go to the waterfall. A waterfall mm. is my
0: second favorite. Oh, I love If it. I'm not on the beach, oh. I'm at a waterfall somewhere.
1: We must <laughs> in both mind. love,
0: yeah, I love water too. I know there's something about the water. Yes. Water
1: is a powerful spiritual uh, metaphor because water can be calm and beautiful, a water can be raging. So it mirrors life in a lot of ways. And so for me, and I think honestly for everyone, you know, we're all from nature, we're of nature. So the more that we can connect with nature, we realize that actually we are all that water. Sometimes it's calm, sometimes yeah. it's raging, but no matter what, it can be beautiful.
0: Oh, yay. Yes. I love that metaphor. (laughs) That is such a beautiful thing to leave people with actually. And I I absolutely love this. We could just go on and on like the water itself. I
1: know (laughs) we could.
0: Tell tell people how they can find you. And I think you just came out with a book, right? Like share that.
1: Yes. I'm so excited. This is my first um, published book. So um, by a publisher, I am working with Hay House and the book is called okay. Let Your Fears Make You Fierce. And in mm. that book, we talk about, you know, a lot of the things that I, a lot of stories of that where I have, you know, overcome like being the victim, but flipping that on its head and becoming a creator and using, you know, the challenges as opportunities for growth. So it's easy to say it, but I'm actually giving practical applications of how you can you know, take some of these tools we talked about today—the the, the mm-hmm. meditation and the journaling and the yoga—and you know, many different things that you know. I have a toolkit full of uh. things that I use to help me pull myself out of a funk and and out of the darkness and out of that you know self judgment and self criticism. That is just very common. You know, it's not yeah. that one day you wake up and you just never judge yourself again. No, I still. I still can wake up and, you know, judge myself. And I still can, you know, have a bad day and get challenged and get frustrated. But again, like I said earlier, it's not about not having these feelings and not feeling frustrated, but it's about how you pull yourself out. So it's a beautiful guide, Let Your Fears Make Your Fears, of how you can pull yourself out of fear and return to love.
0: Oh my gosh, make sure you pick it up. I know I am, and I'm going to recommend it to all my clients because this is where the magic happens when you love yourself. Others will too. So thanks so much for joining me today. And this has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections and find love from the outside in. And if you wanna know more, of course, always go to my site, seltzerstyle.com. And if you are looking to not be the victim, but more the creator, besides picking up her book, I would be happy to hop on a call with you and have a free breakthrough call in which you can book right here by clicking on the link in the show description. And stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.